0: Happy Easter, Happy Feast of Divine Mercy, Happy Last Day of the Octave, Happy Baptism of Twins Day. There's many reasons to be happy today, I get to, actually I get to baptize eight children this weekend, so I, it's just awesome, It's so awesome. Today is the eighth day of Easter. Our gospel passage today intertwines the first night of Easter and the eighth day, a week later. So this is the octave of Easter. What do we celebrate on the octave of Christmas? What happens on the eighth day of a Jewish boy's life? He's circumcised. And so on the eighth day of Christmas, on the octave of Easter, we celebrate... The first time that Jesus shed blood. This is the eighth day of Easter. And today we do not have Jesus shedding blood. We have Jesus showing to his disciples his redeemed, resurrected wounds. On the eighth day of Christmas, Jesus shed blood. On the eighth day of Easter, Jesus reveals his redeemed and resurrected wounds to the apostles. As we heard in our gospel passage, Thomas was not present in the room on Easter night, and he says, I will not believe until I place my hands into his side and my fingers into the nail marks. So Jesus appears on that eighth night, and he says, Thomas, take your hand. Touch my wounds. Touch my wounds. We often focus on that to the neglect of what is actually happening. Yes, this is about the fact that Thomas touches Jesus' wounds, but there's something much more significant that happens. The emphasis should not be on the fact that Thomas touches Jesus' wounds, but that Jesus touches Thomas' wounds. As Thomas reaches out to touch Jesus, it is Jesus' Who enters into the deep wounds of Thomas. Skepticism is healed by Jesus as Thomas then says, my Lord and my God. Jesus touches the very depths of Thomas. And we are called, my brothers and sisters, to bring our own wounds to Jesus. And the reality is is that every single one of us carries our own wounds. Whether they be emotional or psychological or spiritual. Whether they be a wound that someone else gave to you and imposed upon you. Or one of self-infliction. Every single one of us has our own wounds. And there is a radical difference, my brothers and sisters between a wound that is healed and redeemed and a wound that is bloody and full of infection. And for those of you who know this, you have experienced in your own life individuals with wounds who have hurt you. And my brothers and sisters, hurt people hurt people. People who are hurt, who have unredeemed and unhealed wounds, hurt other people. And yet healed people heal people. People who have had their scars and their wounds redeemed and healed by the Lord can heal and redeem and touch other people in ways that no one else can. And that's what happens in this upper room. Upper room. Jesus enters into the wound of Thomas and heals Thomas. And Thomas is then able to go forward redeemed in his own wound and heal others. The wounds don't go away. When we look at this image of our resurrected Lord, we look at this image of divine mercy, the wounds are still present, but they are different. They are redeemed. They are healed. So what about you and me? The wounds that we carry of anger, of betrayal, the wounds that we have from addiction, abuse, neglect, rejection. The wounds that we carry, Jesus wants to touch, Jesus wants to redeem, and Jesus wants to pour his mercy into them. It is not so much what we do as it is what we give him permission to do. To say, Jesus, I give you permission to heal my wounds. Jesus, I give you permission to redeem my wounds. A good priest of a friend of mine a few months ago sent me a prayer card. And I can tell you that I have been sent in my lifetime probably thousands of prayer cards. And this prayer card, however, is very, very unique. Because this prayer card has a very, very specific population. This prayer card is written exclusively for priests. And it's composed by the Sisters of Life. Some of you are familiar with the Sisters of Life. They were founded in New York City to work specifically with women in post-abortion But also to walk with young mothers. To aid them to not make the choice of abortion. And for some reason, the Holy Spirit inspired one of the sisters to write this prayer for priests. On the front of the prayer card, it says this. Jesus Christ is the ultimate wounded healer. Jesus Christ is the ultimate wounded healer. By his wounds, we are healed. And then it says this. A priest is a wounded healer. Himself weak, himself sinful, himself capable of sin. Yet given the mission and the power to heal others. I want to share this prayer card with you and... The first part of the prayer card is pretty universal. Anybody could pray it. It's the second part that zones in specifically to the life and ministry of a priest. On this Divine Mercy Sunday, as Thomas reaches out to touch the wounds of Jesus, I want you to allow Jesus to enter into your life and to heal the wounds that you have. That maybe you're the only one who knows that you have them. And so as I say this prayer, I want you to invite Jesus into those places in your life. The prayer is like a litany. And so after each statement, we respond, Jesus, love me there. Jesus, love me there. So I invite you to just close your eyes. If you want to open your hands, you're more than welcome to do so. As we unleash the Father's love. In the places in my heart that have not received the gospel, Jesus, love me there. In the places that are dead and in the tomb, Jesus, love me there. In the places where I continue to sin, Jesus, love me there. In the places where I have lost hope, Jesus, love me there. In the places where my heart is hardened and closed off to others, Jesus, love me there. In the places of my addictions, Jesus, love me there. In the places where my heart is broken, Jesus, love me there. In the places where I am filled with shame and cannot raise my eyes to you, Jesus, love me there. In the places that are blocked because of pain and fear, Jesus, love me there. In the place in my family that is messy, frustrating, and broken, Jesus, love me there. In the situation or relationship that seems impossible, Jesus, love me there. The next part of this prayer is the response of the priest. At every Mass I celebrate. Father, love them through me. In every homily I preach. Father, love them through me. In each person I will baptize. Father, love them through me. In every person who will receive Holy Communion from my hands. Father, love them through me. For every penitent, I will absolve. Father, love them through me. For every couple, I will console. Father, love them through me. For every person, I will anoint on their deathbed. Father, love them through me. For every person who will look to me for guidance and affirmation. Father, love them through me. For the enemies of Christ, and his bride, the church, Father, love them through me. For every wayward soul who comes before my gaze, Father, love them through me. For the poor, the sick, and the suffering, Father, love them through me. For those who seem to be unattractive, irritating, or unlovable to me, Father, love them through me. Every time I have attempted to rely on my own strength or talents, Father, love them through me. In every daily duty mundane in its work, Father, love them through me. For every unborn child whose life I may alone acknowledge, Father, love them through me. For every person abandoned or wounded by their earthly father, Father, love them through me. For all souls entrusted to my priesthood, Father, love them through me. For every person who will call me Father, Father, love them through me. Jesus is the ultimate wounded healer and by his wounds we are healed. As Thomas reached out to touch Jesus, Jesus, all the more, wants to reach out and touch us and give us his divine mercy. After I read this prayer card, I bought 150 copies and I mailed it to every priest in our diocese, because we are all broken, every single one of us. But God wants to enter into our wounds, and he wants to bring healing. Because hurt people hurt people, and heal people heal people. Let's pray for the grace today of redemption. Let's pray for the grace that our redeemed wounds can heal others, and that his mercy will endure forever. Amen. Alleluia.